0: on local now channel 525 good evening welcome to tonight's andrea K. show it is tuesday taco tuesday or whatever you prefer to eat on this tuesday uh lots to cover on tonight's show what's the word that the business community well at least some in the business community are not allowed to uh, to utter we got to talk about that um free college reparations for all the different identity groups creepy uncle joe's gonna cure your cancer what else <laughs> what else is the democrat party and their cast of uh, characters on thursday going to be offering the american people because really they can't they can't beat trump on policy and on on ideas and so really they're left to just to uh, try to buy votes from the american people jen kearns is going to be here from the hill a great pun it's been a while since jen since jen has been on the show and she's got a little little history herself in uh helping d- debate prep happen and writing questions for debate so it's interesting it will be interesting to have her here to talk about what she expects going into the debates i would love to hear from you guys 888-344-1170 anything that's on your mind tonight tonight <clears throat> And of course, I always want to hear what's on the minds of my partner in crime here. Uh, the, the, he's one of the cast of two characters here every night on the Andrea K show. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Are you ready? Oh, it smells like carrot sticks. Cat- cat- yeah. It's a good smell. It's a good. <laughs> Carrots don't really have a smell, do they? Kind of earthy. Yeah, kind of earthy, yeah.
2: Healthy. All right.
0: Are you even allowed to eat carrots on your keto diet, man?
2: Not right now, no. You can have all the cheese and meat I want.
0: All right. So your fingers are still stained orange, maybe from the cheddar
2: from the cheese curds Uh,
0: yeah um okay first of all before we get into the topics and by the way that i i I keep referring to these democrat debates as thursday actually they're wednesday and thursday so that's why jen kearns is going to be here tonight another little uh date calendar to keep in mind uh, for your housekeeping set it to your calendars that starting next monday we're going to move the facebook live broadcast from the profile that it's on right now to my official page You will be able, I keep getting questions from people, you will be able to post comments there. I will actually share it to where it's currently being shown right now, but the main thread will be on my page. I think that the algorithms that they've done with Facebook has really diminished. I think on, on the profiles right now, they have written the algorithms in a way to where I think maybe 1% of your friends are able to see your broadcast. So, you've got to shift it over to my page. My understanding is that the algorithms help there. And more people will be able to see it. Enough of that. Enough about me. Um, I got to give a shout out to the Women's VIP group in San Diego today. Amazing group. Women's. Yeah, VIP stands for Volunteers in Politics. This is a group that's been around since, I think, 1973, they told me today. Such an amazing opportunity to be there today, to get to speak and hang out with and just fellowship with amazing patriots. I know that uh, you out there listening, if you're not in San Diego and you're out in the rest of the country, there's this perception that we... And we are California. You know, we've we've got, uh, you know... Uh, we've got maps here to tell you where to where to, where you can go in San Francisco and where you should step in San Francisco and the state of California to avoid literally poop in the streets and needles everywhere. But, you know, yeah, a, home, a homeless problem and tent cities, and it's just crazy out here. But you know what? There are still many amazing, great, conservative Christian patriots in San Diego County, and they are active, and they are engaged, and they are determined to help support this president, to help support conservatism, and to help try to turn the state around. They have not given up, and so to the people today, to Mr. Dolores who invited me there, and all the amazing patriots that I spoke with today, thank you so much for giving me that time today. And if you are listening tonight, just my heart, uh, just thanks you again. It just was truly an amazing time, and I thank you. Um, for letting me speak today. When asked for my topic choice in advance, um, there's so many different topics and things that we can talk about. So many different moving parts. We got to talk about immigration on tonight's show. We got to talk more about censorship and the attempt from the social media sites to control our elections. We've got to talk about the latest in pop culture, which is just more of insanity on the part of the left. And again, we're going to have Jen Kearns on And a little bit to talk about uh, to help set the stage for what we're going to hear from the Democrats and their platform of Marxism. But my topic today that I chose to speak about today is a topic that really nobody's even really talking about anymore. In fact, before I gave my speech, I asked for a show of hands. Who, when you heard that I was speaking today, how many of you expected me to speak on radical Islam and Islamic Jihad? One hand out of about 50 people went up today. We are about two months away from celebrating 9-11 in this country, in which Twitter did not exist at the time of 9-11. And now, since, since Twitter's, Twitter's inception, every year on 9-11, it's hashtag never forget. Well, you know what? As I've talked about many times, and every year on 9-11, I talk about the fact that we have forgotten. You, how do we know that we've forgotten? Because we've got Ilhan Omar sitting in Congress, and not just sitting in Congress, but on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Some people did some things she talked about on 9-11. And referencing 9-11. And she gave that speech. Oh, some people did some things up in L.A. at a fundraiser for a terrorist organization. And our friend Laura Loomer organized a boycott of her. Laura Loomer still has been banned from PayPal. Still has been banned from Twitter. Still has been banned from YouTube. Still has been banned from Facebook. Still has been banned from Instagram. But terrorist organizations in this country are free to spew their hatred. Free to incite jihad all around this country. We, I, I talked today a little bit about um, the fact that Americans, we we not only have forgotten, it's like we're walking around in a fugue state, as though because we haven't had a head chopped off in a while, we haven't had a Pulse nightclub shooting in a while, we haven't had a Boston Marathon bombing in a while, that somehow this threat does not exist for us anymore in this country. Well, let me remind everybody but th- that this threat, the, the definition of Islam is submission. The threat and the goal is conquest. And the and the tactics with which to get that over on on us in America is exactly what's already lost Europe, and it is Islamic Jihad through Sharia as well as through the sword, and it's happening in this country right now. In terms of Sharia, in in, in terms of Sharia, Center for Security Policy by Frank Gaffney's group said just in one study that they did, just of fifty cases, they found. That of 50 cases they studied in 27 states, across 27 states, 23 of those cases in the courts, those courts allowed for Sharia. And it was to the detriment of women in this country. So as we go into these Democrat debates on Thursday and they're offering reparations and talking about uh, you know, the the identity politics, playing this identity politics game and Ilhan Omar and all the rest, all playing the female gender card, let remind let's remind everybody that the left is partnering. With the Islamists in this country who are trying to get Sharia over on us in this country. And what is involved in Sharia? The subjugation of women. Not just in terms of what they're forced to wear, but subjugation of women and that they're allowed, the Quran allows for them to be beaten and raped by their husbands. That we actually have Democrats in this country that are fighting against legislation to stop the barbaric female genital mutilation of little girls in this country. That under Sharia, as they're offering reparations this week to LBGT. People in this country. Let's remember that as they go around and they partner and they campaign with Linda Sarsour, who's pushing for Sharia in this country, what is under Sharia in this country? Uh, that homosexuality is punishable under Sharia. That's who the Democrats have partnered with. And why? Because with the Demo- what you're going to hear on Thursday is all about Marxism. Marxism is all about trying to dangle these carrots of free out there when there's no such thing as free. And it's all about ultimately getting you to accept this little carrot that they're throwing your way so that they can have complete control over you and your life. It's about a centralized system of power with complete control over every aspect of your life. They want to tell you what kind of car you can drive, what you're allowed to eat, what size of home you're allowed to live in, what you should be doing for a living, how much money you should be making for a living. They want to control literally everything that your children are taught. And oh, by the way, one of the ways in which they're trying to get this uh the democrats partnering with the islamists in this country what do they share in common a centralized system of power and what is the ways that we have talked about on this show that they're trying to get that over on us to indoctrinate to islamicize americans it's through our schools we played a an, uh, videotape a lot of sections of it with with bob walters uh on on the show a, uh, a woman an educator who in 1989 proudly talked at an organization, a Muslim conference, about the fact that the goal was to use the public schools as a way to complete the objective of ultimately turning America into an Islamic nation. That's the goal. And it's happening in our country. But unfortunately, we've got Americans that, and and, and I get it, there's so many, I, I get that so much time has gone by. I use the analogy today at this meeting as though it's kind of like childbirth. You know, I haven't had a baby, but I'm told by women they do, that it's so incredibly painful. You say never again, but then over time, you know, the pain goes away and we're very resilient people. We're very hopeful people. We're very optimistic culture here in America. So it's natural that we might lose sight of what the threat is, ha- given how much time has gone by since we have had another terrorist attack in this country. But they're counting on that. They're counting on our complacency. They're also counting on using under the false guise of multiculturalism, using our culture against us. Because multiculturalism is a lie. Because the people coming into this country are coming here to use our culture, our laws, our good hearts, our norms against us for power, so that they can deny us our culture. That's what's at play here. There's much, much at stake. I, I, I'm past the point. I, I need to get to a break so that I can bring Jen Kearns on to talk about the Democrats and what we can expect from from these debates. What should we be looking for in these debates? Because you know what? We also – we need to be – I don't normally want to watch these debates. I don't normally want to hear the nonsense and the lies that they spew because it is all about lies. It's all about – about unequal treatment and discrimination and marginalizing certain parts of the uh, of this country in order to gain power under the false guise of equality i don't normally want to hear that but we all need to listen tomorrow night and thursday night to these debates as much as possible so that we can counter it when we're when we're with our families at work whenever we have an opportunity to push back and debate we need to so stay tuned we got more andrea casio coming up with miss jen kearns
4: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You could send the child in your life to a public school, but why? when you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half the normal price with the Answer San Diego half off tuition program. That's the 2019 and 2020 school year for half price. Log on to the answer san diego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app for a complete list of participating schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. When you call, you can put the entire half price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy, but these outstanding tuitions are going fast, so call today. 8 844-800-5757, 844 5757
5: Explore your options with schools like Trinity Christian, Victory Christian, Coastal Christian Academy, and Valley Christian Academy. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
4: The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI U.S. MULO, 52 weeks by UPC.
5: Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance.
0: Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement.
5: Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine
3: retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Sun Garden Terrace, license number three seven four six zero three
0: four three seven.
4: Sylvia taught school for twenty five years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed.
0: My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh
5: great, they've shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful.
4: Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities.
0: I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy as much. But I do enjoy the activities
4: and
5: there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored
4: sun garden terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE sun garden terrace because there's such a lot of living to do Call 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1 AM 1170.
3: The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. Um, before the break, I was talking about what we can expect, that we need to be paying attention to these debates this week on Wednesday and Thursday. I know there's... About 922 of them are going to be taking the stage, but we can already tell uh, from what they've been talking about the past few days that we can hear a whole lot of free thrown their way. But uh, I, got, I still got to bring an expert into this discussion. Jen Kearns joins me now, a phenomenal GOP strategist as well as somebody who's been involved in debate preps and writing debate questions over the years. Hey, Miss Jen, welcome back to The Andrea K Show.
5: Hey, I'm also a donut expert, if you, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Donuts and debate. (laughs) Okay, so uh,
0: it's tomorrow night and Thursday night. And I don't know if the lineup has been announced yet of who's going first or second. um, But what we do know is that they all are competing right now for who can offer the most in terms of free. What else can we expect?
5: Right. Well, tomorrow night it will open with what I would call the undercard debate. This is sort of a kiddie table uh, at the Thanksgiving setup, except for one key person, and that is Elizabeth Warren. Now, uh, you may remember NBC News and Univision drew straws uh, and randomly selected uh, which nights these candidates would go on. And it just so happens that Elizabeth Warren is going to be paired with all of the lesser known people. So I think it will actually be a decent night for Elizabeth Warren. She will probably get the most talk time. She'll probably get the most questions. Uh, So it could be a good night for her. But the the visual is going to be a little bit odd. I think she's going to look a little like the granny sitting at the kiddie table uh, with all of the, you know, Andrew Yangs and and all of the lesser known candidates. Um, The second night is really going to be the barn burner. This is the night that Joe Biden is going to face off with Bernie Sanders. You can expect A lot of people tuning in for this one. And that one will be probably the higher rated of the two. Um, And and it'll be interesting. I I think the thing to watch here is not just what the candidates will say, but what the media will ask of them. And you may remember how rough that first presidential debate was, uh, especially for now President Trump, then a candidate at the time, but all of the uh, 17 candidates. And so, I think here if you're really going to compare apples to apples you you have to look at NBC and you have to say look NBC must be equally tough as Fox News was on all of those republican candidates including the guy who now sits in the white house or NBC News risks losing whatever credibility they have left. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I think, Andrea, they, they have to ask a few key things in these first debates. Okay. Or they lose all credibility. And number one, that they've got to press Biden on why President Barack Obama, uh, his former president, did not endorse him. And if you look at past races, you know, Ronald Reagan endorsed George H.W. Bush um at some point president obama former president obama is going to have to make a decision here there's there's one of two reasons andrea why obama has not yet endorsed biden and i'll tell you uh, they're both bad number one is uh president obama himself may not be too sure about joe biden as a candidate and that is very bad for joe biden and by the way that's very bad for the democratic party seeing as how he's the front runner so if obama does not have confidence in his own former vice president. That is a very bad thing, not just for Joe Biden, but for the party. And the second reason he might not be endorsing, Barack Obama's endorsement actually might be toxic now. And that is mm. uh, that is really stunning. And so it might be that Joe Biden asked them to hold off the endorsement. Uh, it's kind of hard to believe that that would be the case. I actually think it's the other way around. I think that, that he's not too sure about old Joe. Well, I think... Uh, in, in uh, the wake of,
0: Right. Well, I think, excuse me for interrupting. I think that uh, o- o- Obama really is a Marxist and he really wants somebody much farther left than Biden. And I think, you know, I, it, and that, so who, it, it, let's say my theory is correct. Who would that be? Who do you think that if Ob- o- Obama could pick anybody that's running right now, who would be his choice? Elizabeth Warren?
5: Well, it could be Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. I mean, that could be the the tie there. Uh, but, uh, the, you know, I think it could be onto something there. Uh, those, values of those two candidates more closely align with with his values you know biden was on the vp ticket in the first place mm-hmm. to sort of make uh, this young guy from chicago a very junior senator a little more acceptable he's a little more biden was a little more establishment um so you may be onto something there and, and the other thing too the obamas might just want to sit around and be the king makers and have yeah. all the people come through and kiss the ring that right. could be it too but but very telling that he has not endorsed Biden. So the media's got to press Biden on that. He's got to give an answer. He's not yet answered for that. Uh, they also, as you just mentioned, the, the two socialists in chief of the uh, Democratic Party, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. NBC News has got to press the two of them on the cost of their socialist proposals. Uh, but I don't think that they will. I mean, this isn't even a no. CNBC debate. Uh, But I really doubt that NBC will. And unfortunately, you'll be interested in this being in a border state and a border town and a sanctuary state. Uh, Unfortunately, with Univision as the debate partner, I think this is going to boil down to a slanderous two-night event which drags Donald Trump through the mud on the border crisis, which, by the way, speaking of Barack Obama, was actually the prior administration doing. Um, So I I think it'll be interesting. But look – if NBC doesn't ask the tough questions tomorrow night and Thursday night, they will be no better than CNN when their on-air contributor, Donna Brazil was leaking questions to Hillary Clinton or when their sister network, CNBC, had their host, John Harwood, asking Clinton staffers, including John Podesta, what they should ask right. jeb bush at the debate so well they, i don't NBC's think he's got a pony up right
0: well i'm not sure that nbc really is is that concerned about you know people's perception of them as as me i mean cnn after their ratings tanked after the Mueller report still gave that dude uh who's a little weasley dude with with uh the glass zucker it actually gave him some kind of an award i mean these people just have they have no yeah. sense of uh they have no sense of uh, self-awareness um i think that that what i predict is that uh, that there is going to be an attack to, uh, on the part of all of them. I think when the media started coming out against Biden last week and talking about Hunter and how he got dishonorably discharged because of cocaine, and then there was media reports about the China connections and bad business dealings, to me it was like the left wants him out, and that includes the media. So I expect that if anybody's going to get tough questions, it will be Biden and it will be about China. But I think you're right. I think that right now, I think that it's going to be less of um, an attack feasting on each other and more about feasting on president trump and i think that today as we have just on and on and on with the conservatives getting sucked in to the left controlling the narrative about the border being about the poor treatment of families and the inhumane conditions going on at the border with with the republican party and trump having to play defense on that i'm concerned about that narrative being pushed and it's astounding to me because you know um how we are are allowing People who have broken into our country to be considered the victims. We separate families every day when criminals, American citizens, are separated from their children because they got to go to jail and do their time because they've been convicted. We separate Families in this country, when uh, the parents have to go over to war on behalf of this country and moms are left, like my mother was during the Vietnam War era, with three little ones to have to take care of. And I just really dislike how the Republican Party has allowed the left to, to push that false narrative on President Trump, setting the stage for the feeding frenzy on him tomorrow night.
5: Yeah. And look, here, here's by the numbers, Andrea. It's been 56 days since President Trump asked for emergency funding. For the border, we can clearly see that it's a crisis, as you just mentioned, the list of reasons. And, and guess what? It's been 17 times that the Democrats have voted no mm-hmm. to deal with the issue. And so, w- we as Republicans, we, we do have to turn that around, flip that around, start telling that story that uh, the funding's been requested to solve the crisis. And 17 times now, just in the last 56 days, Democrats have, have said no. They are the party of no.
0: Yeah, and the Republicans need to get better at, instead of getting sucked into these ridiculous uh, and, and playing defense, the Republican Party needs to go better on offense with some of this stuff. Um, what I don't expect the debates to see any honesty. You know, where is where is the media today trying to set the record straight when Rosie O'Donnell was on a show last night talking about the fact that there's 100,000 concentration camps in this country and continuing to push the lie, which is so disrespectful to Jews, continuing to double down that these detention centers, in which we are holding criminals who brought their children with them, which we have every right to do, that we've got the left continuing to, to refer to them as concentration camps, continuing to lie, and we don't really have enough of the Republican Party calling them out for their lies.
5: Yeah, and you know, look, this shows that the left doesn't really care about the facts anymore. It's just about winning for them, and it's about winning the narrative and winning the message of the day. And winning the daily news cycle. And it does underscore the importance of winning the next election, having President Trump keep the White House, and then winning Congress back. Because during the first two years of it, yes, we did have control. But, you know, I'm not a big Paul Ryan fan. I think you aren't either. No. No. (laughs) it's time, it's time to get the control back and really get some things done in Washington, D.C., and really solve this problem. Again, this is another problem that was left over from the Barack Obama administration. The kids sleeping on floors behind the fences that look like cages. Those pictures and those videos were from 2013 and 2014 when a guy named Barack Obama was president. But President Trump's happy to clean it up. He's just going to need every single person listening to this show to roll out and, and get to the polls and to take five to 10 neighbors with him.
0: Right. Certainly what we will not hear tomorrow night is the success that President Trump had with using the threat of tariffs against Mexico and managed to turn that into success. In, in addition to an increase in, in, in towards 6,000 National Guard troops, I guess that's what they're calling, Mexico is calling their, their police force, have been sent to the southern border. And now they've announced they're going to send 15,000 to the U.S. southern border to help stop the flood of invasions into this country. Tremendous success on the part of the president of going around Congress, actually working with the country who's propagating this on us and perpetrating this on us to actually get their help. I got to ask you this question from from a strategy standpoint. Okay, we got Savannah Guthrie, who was originally... Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, Savannah Guthrie, who originally got her claim to fame in journalism from Court TV. Savannah Guthrie, Lester Holt, Chuck Todd, Rachel Maddow, and Jose Diaz, but I don't know who that is. Who's is. They're going to be competing as much to steal, to hijack the event tomorrow and make it be about them as much as the candidates. What, what should we look for there with these people, these moderators?
5: Well, you're right about that. You know, ego uh, prevails in the media industry as does politics, but... Uh, they each will be trying to to make some headlines themselves, but but again, I think you're on with something here with with this dog pile that may happen against Joe Biden. Look, you've got 24 candidates now in the race. Somebody's got to start making some moves uh, to take Joe Biden down. It's not just going to be Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. You could look at, at some of the down ticket candidates, um, the Amy Klobuchar. Uh, Some of the other candidates, Andrew Yang, Pete Buttigieg. at some point, these guys got to start punching upward, which is the rule of politics. You don't just you can't just talk about Trump and and get off the stage tomorrow night. You've got to make some dents in Joe Biden. You've got to take a pound of flesh from him. You've got to start chipping away at his percentage points. Otherwise, you're not going to be in the race very long, and you're not going to have 24 candidates for that long, simply because they won't be able to sustain the money it takes to be out on the campaign trail and to be in these
0: debates. Well, I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be entertaining and fun to watch, but I don't think that it's going to. And whoever ends up getting the nomination for the Democrat Party will not be able to beat President Trump going into 2020. I'm not seeing anybody. There was all this talk about Beto. Beto, who? Now we got Buttigieg, who had to who had to tuck his tail and go back to South Bend to face the wrath of of the black community there because of a police shooting, which, oh, by the way, I'm still not seeing any evidence that that police officer who shot the black man did anything wrong. But you know what? You reap what you sow, Democrats. You fostered this false narrative that any time a black person is shot, that it was that it was basically a murder for no reason on the part of the police department. So now that's on you, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, enjoy uh, the fallout of the roosters coming home to roost. Isn't that what uh, Pastor Obama's buddy uh, had to say? Jen Kearns, thank you so much for being here. Do you have a? uh, Where can people read your stuff? I didn't know if you have an article lately that's out you want people to read.
5: Yeah, we'll have a live reaction to the debates tomorrow night and Thursday at the Daily Caller. All right.
0: Thanks so much for being here, Jen Kearns. You bet. Thanks, Spice. All right, bye now. All right, now stay tuned. We come back. Breaking news tonight. Guess who got a subpoena to go before the house? He's going to have to answer some questions. He said he was done. He said he wasn't going to talk no more. Well, you know what? It's time to talk. We're gonna And we're going to talk about that when we come back, as well as Jean is not my lover.
6: Yeah.
4: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
0: This is Andrea Kay for Move America Forward. With Independence Day on the horizon, we look forward to summer weather and barbecues, fun at the beach and our parks. But the members of our military who are stationed overseas will have a very different experience. There are no beach parties for them. No cookouts and no time with loved ones celebrating the very freedoms they provide for us. That's why it's so important to take just a moment to show them that they are not forgotten. Move America Forward is an incredible organization that assembles and ships care packs to our military members. They contain gourmet coffee, beef jerky, candy, Gatorade, personal care items, and just so much more.
3: Just the littlest thing all means the world because it's a great feeling to know that everybody understands what you're going through.
0: Your tax deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 cents 10, $100 cents 4. Fifty dollars cents two, and an individual care pack is just twenty five dollars.
1: There's
3: no Seven Eleven. There's no Circle K. Okay. There's no gas station to go get a soda. There's no place to go get a cheeseburger. There's 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 none of that aspects. And when you open that box up, it's, it's amazing feeling. My thought this is going to be awesome.
0: It brings smiles to their faces, and yes, even tears to their eyes. Call now, toll free 855-787-6677. That's eight five five seven eight seven sixty six seventy seven. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500, and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
7: This is Albert Moeller for TownHall.com. Perhaps you're familiar with the magazine Teen Vogue, the edition of the fashion magazine targeting 12- and 13-year-old girls. Now, this doesn't seem possible, but it is. Teen Vogue has published an article advocating prostitution, advocating sex work to young teen girls. The title of the piece speaks for itself, quote, why sex work is real work, end quote. The author argues that such work can be, quote, affirming for many people who need human connection, friendship, and emotional support, end quote. This is unimaginable. When you consider the fact that these young girls are among the key targets of sex traffickers and the numbers of sex trafficking crimes are skyrocketing, we're watching more than a moral revolution. This is an explosion. This is a moral bomb going off. Sometimes today, parents don't know something because
4: they don't want to know. That's not an option, not for parents who care about their children. I'm Albert Mueller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, impacting policy decisions today, preparing public leaders for tomorrow. FM ninety six point one, AM eleven seventy. The Answer.
3: Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer, San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Breaking news as we were going to going live tonight. Special counsel Robert Mueller has agreed to testify before the House Judiciary and Intelligence Committees on July 17th. Good. I'll still be in town. I'm going on vacation on the 20th, but I'll be I'll still be working on the 17th. Uh, they subpoenaed the special counsel Tuesday, according to uh, Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff. Uh, Democrats have uh, wanted to get him to come before them and I'm not really sure why because I got to tell you if we've got um, and I've got a review off, off the top of my head I can't remember exactly who's on the intelligence committees but you know it might be people like Um, uh, Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows, Lindsey Graham, it might be people that uh, the left really should not want to have Mueller testify in front of because Mueller said, oh, I want the report to speak to myself as he went to the microphone and decided to push out false narratives. Uh, What he really needs to answer for, I'm glad he's going before Congress and open hearings. I'm glad he is. Because he has a lot to answer for. He has a lot to answer for the fact that this man comes to the microphones, which was incredibly inappropriate. He had delivered his report. There was nothing for him to say. It was up to the attorney general at that point to decide what to tell the American people, what to reveal of the report, and when. But no, Mueller decided he was going to come out and Comey the situation. Because he didn't like the fact that the American people agreed with AG, Bill Barr, That President Trump had not committed any crimes, there was no collusion, there was no conspiracy, and he had not obstructed justice in any way. So Mueller didn't like that, didn't like how it was going, and decided to come out and try to encourage Congress to impeach a free and fairly elected President Trump on the basis of nothing. And he comes to the microphones and he says, I was tasked to investigate Russia's interference in our election. Yeah, but what did you do? You investigated Manafort involving some ukrainian stuff that was leaked by the way that that uh, that didn't have anything at all to do with president trump didn't have anything at all to do with the russian facebook who and after two and a half years uh, what did they come up with so i think it was like 13 or 14 russians that did some facebook bots Right now, Joe Biden has more fake accounts that he's he's acting as though he's got all these followers on Twitter when most of them are fake accounts. That's that's far greater disinformation campaign. So they go after Manafort on the basis of some type of white collar crimes, on the basis of some, some cash dealings that was lies. In fact, they were told, the FBI was told. That this there was there was two dossiers involved here, which Robert Mueller did not investigate, that were part of Russian disinformation. One was the Steele dossier that barely got a mention. And the reason why he didn't investigate that, if he really wanted to investigate Russian and foreign interference in our election, he would have investigated Fusion GPS. He would have investigated Hillary Clinton and the DNC for actually not just sitting back and receiving information, but actually going and paying for it. Christopher Steele... Christopher Steele was a foreign operative who went because he was paid to and got disinformation from the Russians. Mueller didn't, didn't investigate any of that and he needs to answer for it. He also needs to answer for this other file that was presented by that was presented, that was the basis on which they investigated Manafort, supposedly doing all these cash deals. And even the Ukrainian officials told the FBI that there was no there, there, that it couldn't be substantiated. So Mueller needs to be brought under oath and and have answers demanded of him for why. What did he know on day one when he entered into, into his office, which was the fact that there was no evidence of any Russian collusion or Russian conspiracy. Therefore, there was no basis on which to continue to conduct an investigation. He needs to answer for what he failed to investigate, wasting taxpayers' money and going after taxi cab, medallions, with Cohen going after Roger Stone and going after Jerome Corsi and what, what happened with Michael Flynn, who was entrapped in the White House. And he also needs to answer for the fact that he tried to upend the fact that in this country, our judicial system grants us the status of being free, fully innocent until proven guilty. Instead, he comes to the microphones and, and tries to turn that around and say that we couldn't exonerate. President Trump, which was not his job. That was unethical, inappropriate, if not criminal, to do that. They have a code in the FBI and in the Department of Justice that they are not, if they investigate someone and they cannot come up with a basis on which to charge somebody, they are to stay silent. He has a lot to answer for. And I just pray, literally to God, that the Republican Party is prepared to actually do it. And then, I then I want to know I want an update on what's going on with these investigations, because you know what day every day we get more and more information, thanks on in part to Judicial Watch and others. Continuing to prove all the different crimes that were committed, crimes that were covered up for pay for play schemes with the State Department, we now know that the State Department was heavily involved in this uh, phony investigation all meant to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton and launch a coup attempt to uh, to stop President Trump from being elected in the first place and then launch a coup attempt. He needs to be asked point blank about his involvement in this coup attempt and what the insurance policy was. Oh, we even have more text messages that have come out with Lisa Strzok and, and Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. I'm glad he's coming before Congress. I think it's a mistake on the part of the Democrats. I think it's bad strategy because they do not have the goods. And all it's going to do is continue to prove to the American people that the deep state is alive and well. And it involves both parties, by the way, that have been involved in this. And trying to, the the greatest interference in our elections has been with the deep state. Trying to overturn the will of the people. Like President Trump talked about in his re-election campaign speech. That no president should ever have to go through what he's went, what he has gone through. That there was this deep state, these corrupt officials that decided to spit in the face of the American people and overturn our will and overturn our votes and offer power. And they need to be held accountable. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got to shift gears. we got to talk about some more um, updates happening um, with this Google uh, Project Veritas thing. We've got... Um, Late, the latest in uh, the pop culture craziness. And uh, I got a story for you guys that ties into the Democrats saying that they want to offer free college to everybody. So we got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go anywhere.
3: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
4: FM 96.1 AM
8: 1170. The answer.
1: Message and data rates may apply.
8: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own, real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you, for free, how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's save two two to 85850.
7: Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right, we're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30 year mortgage. We're a privately-owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short-seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND.
3: Retroint Mortgage is licensed by the br 01943736, NLF 1132583, and is an equal opportunity lender.
1: Bill
6: Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks end lower with much of Wall Street just running in place, having taken up positions for the end of the best June in 60 years. This Friday, today's handy excuse was a hard-line stand-pat speech by Fed Chairman Powell. He warned about the risk of short-term decisions there to bend to political agendas. China trade talks, however, are the real key to the summer on Wall Street, and talks begin again on Thursday with a leaders summit on Saturday. As success here could trigger a real summer rally melt-up as uh, it's all in the hunker down exactly looking for failure for the wall street delete the treasury down three at uh, 199 percent says july rates will go down no matter what any fund or the fed may think oil prices holding at 58 this as the sanctions noose tightens on iran gm to spend money in texas to build suvs bill holland with the answer on the day on wall street
4: fm 96.1 am
3: 1170 the answer you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
0: welcome back to tonight's andrea k show hey dj carrot sticks um are you a big nba fan
2: no, I do like to watch the playoffs and the finals, but I don't. Besides that, since another one, you know, we had a team in San Diego and LA took it away from us, so I, I'm not a big NBA fan.
0: Well, I'm not either, and I'm even less so today. Because the NBA commissioner has said that um, his office, this is the commissioner, said that his office is done using the word owner in a league where 74 percent of the players are black and the term is increasingly considered racially insensitive. Okay, so first of all, so the word owner has been around a long time um so how why is it increasingly become sensitive so back when Shaq, or um i i don't know enough about basketball to come up with any other names of black players give me another one carl malone wilt chamberlain wilt chamberlain um he, he played on teams that had owners of the team i why he didn't seem to have a problem with it why is it suddenly now uh, becoming a problem because they are fostering this nonsense out there there's some kid some uh, who plays for Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green, who can't be uh, can't be 30 years old, uh, who says that he was on LeBron James's HBO show. Who knew uh, James had a show called The Shop that he finds the word offensive, offensive. If you're offended by the word owner then you are literally looking for something to be offended about. Because what does it mean? It means that somebody, if you own a business, so it's wrong for the NBA to use the, for NBA teams to use the word owners for their businesses if there's black employees. But say the media, we have black employees here. Are the owners of say the media, or the owners of some retail store in San Diego, the owner of a restaurant, not allowed to say, I own a restaurant. What does it mean to own that business? You bought it. It's an asset that you own. You own the business, not the people. I'm so tired of this nonsense, man, trying to work us up and make us angry over nonsense. And that's what Mark Cuban said. He pushed back against this dude. And he was like, look, uh, for him to try to turn it, and I'm not a fan of Cuban. He says, but for him to try to turn it into something that is not as wrong, he says he owes the NBA an apology because to try to create some connotation that owning equity in a company that you busted your butt for is the equivalent of ownership in terms of people that's just wrong. It's wrong in every way, and it is. And then this kid goes on to try to justify it by saying uh, that something about, uh, you know, um, he's just Cuban. He's never, he will never know or understand how it feels for me, a young black African American to turn on the TV and see what happened in Charlottesville what what you know women in this country couldn't even vote for a really long time women in this country are uh, and you know what I'm not triggered every time you know I see women marching in the streets now I got a flashback to suffrage you know women Antifa Antifa was going to Trump rallies and egging throwing eggs in women's faces those were Democrat operatives physically assaulting women and you know what i i i'm not dem- I, i'm not triggered by it and making demands somehow against the democrat party over it. this is just so absolutely ridiculous get over yourselves people uh so some of the teams uh dj carrot sticks uh the philadelphia 76ers are calling their owner a managing partner uh the washington wizards are referring to their dude ted as majority owner majority shareholder well how is that any better how is that
2: any better? Do you remember uh, the the thing with Donald Sterling, the the old Clippers no. Uh, owner?
0: No, who's that? He, oh yeah, he, he, they, that? they
2: somebody illegally taped his phone conversation. Yeah, and he did say something racist, and then they all all the players got together and they said we're not from all the NBA. They said we're not going to play another game until you force him to sell the team, and they did. Yeah, he, and see, it, so that's what happened. You, you give them that. Yeah. Now they're going to complain about something else, and they're going to now next thing it'll be they demand that uh, the owners be African American that there that there be a percentage of owners that are African American or they're not going to play. It, it'll right. keep going on and on. Their list of demands will never end.
0: Exactly, it's extortion, blackmail. And these guys are making millions
2: and millions of dollars. They they have maids and stuff themselves. Well, the,
0: you have reached the pinnacle. This is just like these Beyonce's and these lousy Hollywood, you know, uh, crackpots who have reached the highest level of fame and they've made it to the top of some of the most difficult industries to become successful at, whether it's uh, at professional sports or the entertainment industry. And you people could not have achieved this in any other country in the face of the earth. But yet you spend your off time coming up with things to complain about. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And what it's about is it's about power. It's about Democrats continuing to foster this identity politics, foster hate between Americans, get them riled up, tell them that they're victims. Victims, and of course, they're always victimized by uh, white people or by conservatives or by America or by Republican. No regard whatsoever for the fact that this guy's referencing Charlottesville. Yeah, they don't want to talk about Antifa attacking, you know, white women. I'm not triggered when I see an egg carton as a result of it. I'm not boycotting the egg industry.
2: Well, and this will be the third year now in a row where the NBA championship team doesn't visit the White House.
0: Well, well, good, because, you know, I I don't need to see them there anyway. In fact, I don't know why we're even bringing sports teams to the White House. I don't even get that. I I think it's good.
2: I think, you you know, it's, you know, the American way of, you know, being a champion and and coming together as a team and winning and overcoming obstacles and stuff. And so one of the highest honors in this nation would be to meet the president.
0: Yeah, but because sports have, because the left has politicized everything, I don't even want to hear another word about this FIFA soccer crap cuz first of all, I don't even I don't even care about the game. But because of that purple-haired Paint who's refusing to stand, who's kneeling at the anthem, politicizing a game. I, so you know what? I'm not interested. There's some guy named uh, Clay Travis from uh, Fox Sports. He's a Fox, uh, Fox Sports analyst. He says you can't even sat- satirize American society anymore. He says um, that it's wild to me. Leagues don't understand how many fans they lose over stupidity like this. No one with a functional brain is offended by the term owner. And he's absolutely dead on. This is partly why the NFL has lost so many fans. It's going to happen with the NBA. I don't care. I don't want to see them go into the White House. I'm turning off. If I even hear anybody mention anything about this soccer FIFA thing, I change the channel. Done. I'm done with sports. Um, another story has come out. DJ Karatstick says the left is going around telling everybody that we have a trillion dollars in student loan debt and it should be paid back. Uh, an article has come out today saying that. Seventy uh, percent of college students graduated with student loan debt this year, and that the majority of them—it varies uh, depending on what type of degree they've got—but most of uh, most of these college grads say that they regret going to college and getting their degrees in debt. So we're supposed to pay this off. Most of the ones uh, who graduates who don't regret their degree are the ones who actually, I guess, paid attention and got a degree that allows them to earn an income to pay off the debt. And it's the people that are graduating. With, quote, humanities majors. What's a humanities major, D.J. Kirsten? I
2: have no idea.
0: I don't know what it's that is liberal either. liberal arts. I don't know what that is. Uh, they regretted their college education. 73% of them who studied social sciences, physical and life sciences, and art also said the same. So the moral of the story is, if you're going to go to college or rack up a debt, you got to pay it off. If you can't pay it off because you got a crappy degree that's on you, it ain't on me, babies. And we're going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thank you, Jen Kearns. Peace out.